0: Hello, love! Welcome to Floating on a Cloud Podcast. It is the feeling you get when you are connected to your divine guidance. Sarah Sparks interviews guests to share their story on how listening to their divine guidance positively changed their life for good. Let's make listening to your divine guidance an everyday occurrence. Hello, loves. Welcome back to Floating on a Cloud podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Sparks, and today we are talking with Paul Quinton. That is how I say your name, correct, Paul?
1: Yes, correct, yes.
0: (laughs) Uh, He is the founder of Alignment Modality. He's a teacher, channel healer and writer Paul Quinton has been involved in the esoteric of all uh, all his life growing up in a family who acknowledged and worked with the unseen world this has given him the foundation to express his soul's path an uninterrupted (laughs) Uh, wow I like what an accelerated I I just want to talk about that so badly um the path (laughs) is to his soul's path is to align humans with their soul and the spiritual world to anchor and ground consciousness within humanity and to bring this knowledge easel, easily and digestible to a chaotic world full of misinformation. I think that is so key because sometimes when we're explaining something such as this, it could be very complicated, but the fact that I, I cause I feel very much connected to your bio, it feels very much like myself. <laughs> so I was like, there's other people. We've got to oh connect. My, yes.
1: <laughs>
0: so, so that's why I might be a little bit excited to have this conversation. Delicious so again. Hello. Welcome.
1: Yes. Thank you. <laughs>
0: welcome. So, um, how did you come about? I'm guessing. So, since you're part of a family, we'll just start there. Since you're part of a family who acknowledged and worked with the unseen world, were did you always feel like you were connected to your inner wisdom
2: yes well okay. inner wisdom no do you call my,
0: it inner wisdom spirit divine guidance like what do you refer
2: yeah to? yeah uh inner self inner guidance yeah this I, I i refer a lot more now to the soul my soul connection because okay. you know the soul is governing this is human experience yes yes um, okay. so for me growing up i think um it was very much um, identifying that there was an unseen world. Um, So we would do a lot of rescue work when I was very young. Um, So we'd have like a weekly seance or sitting as they call them. Um, And we'd bring a lot of um, astral plane entities. Some have been, you know, very lost, very in despair. Some have been murdered. You know, there's all this, you know, the array of topics Um, and just sort of giving them a voice uh, and a a way to um, sort of move on um and and assist them because obviously we could bring healing through at the same time um so that was very much i was exposed to that from a very young age and obviously i used to see spirit and i smell them a lot as well i could smell them i remember when my great grandmother was about to die because the death smell and it was really yeah it's it's a weird smell i don't know how to describe it but it's a little bit of a off sort of meat smell shall we say
0: (laughs) really wow i don't know if i've met too many people that do have the way that they receive as a smell. That is,
1: yeah, that's yeah. very not always, not always. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, so that that was sort of growing up like that was um gave me the foundation um, and it also gave me the the ability to to trust uh to know that there's always something greater around me that can support me and guide me, um, and even when I've got stuck in my head as we all do as human beings, yeah. there was always that that extra where I could default to uh, mm-hmm. and, and find site sanctuary in, in that knowledge really. Um, and oh, don't get me wrong. Look, I, there was a lot of fear coming up, you know, because.
0: Sure. I was wondering, <laughs> is there, because it, <laughs> yeah. well, because with, with what you were sharing with um, in, in your bio, like um, it was the foundation to express your soul's path uninterrupted. So mm-hmm. what do you mean by that versus the fear that was coming up? like the soul's path uninterrupted and the fear? What, what's the difference
2: in yeah. that? So the so basically the fear, obviously we're here to transform fear. Now in our current paradigm, fear is now trying to release itself from human collective consciousness. We've actually done with this cycle, which is what all this shifts about, which some people are calling 5D, 4D, all the rest of it. I'll explain a bit more about that in a minute. Okay. So fear <laughs> is trying to lose us. So we're always going to bring up our subconscious, which is all the denied repressed emotional energy. Um, When I said soul path uninterrupted, it means that when I came back into this um, healing field, probably only 22 years ago, because obviously I I did a few other things in my teens and stuff. um, Connecting back into this frequency that I'm working with has allowed me then to just channel, bring through this modality, create a very, you know, I have a a good business, my one-on-one business as a therapist has always been there. Um, so that's what I meant by uninterrupted. It means that now that I am connected to my soul consciously, I, all I need to do each day is surrender. I don't have to struggle and strive and search anymore. I don't have to use masculine energy. I don't have to use willpower, fire energy. It just, it's just all about the surrender. So it's basically embodying the feminine energy within my duality. And that is then creates everything. So <laughs> that's what I meant by uninterrupted. <laughs> gotcha. it's so There's cute. always going to be the karmic cycle. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, I love that. I um I don't even know what to do with that because that's. I I know we just met, so I, it's like I need to. I feel like I need to like catch you up, but also people who have listened are like Sarah Sparks. We already know about you. You know, so just I came in. Uh, very like I knew a lot of things yeah. and this connection that I into is literally that it's just always surrendering and letting go and when I do it, it's so magical to see everything just all the puzzle pieces fall together without yeah. it being complicated or it's just continually me getting out of the way <laughs> like yeah. Go take a nap, like a cheese.
1: Get out of your own way.
0: <laughs>
1: so how, do,
0: how did you, if there were fears that came up, what did that ever stop you from from doing the work that you're here to do? Or did you just acknowledge them and still do it?
2: Just acknowledge. I mean, I have had the fear of, don't get me wrong, I've still got fear of heights. That's <laughs> one thing that doesn't transform. <laughs> You know? I don't know how to get rid of that one but
1: we'll work on that later so, it, I think you I literally
0: think. just want to like back away from whatever is <laughs> like the whole body just is like I can't move
1: I,
2: can't. I just freeze it's like yeah I always said I'm not going to I'm not gonna jump out of a plane because I'll probably have a heart attack all <laughs> <later>. <laughs>
0: what is up with that because my husband can jump out of a out of a plane yeah. over Key West you know just water yeah. and he's like Dude, it was an incredible experience I was like if I'm like we live in South Carolina and so we go okay, drive right. by the mountains and I'm like, yep. "Oh, we're going to walk towards the <laughs> I don't know about yes, this.
1: Don't
0: <laughs> What is up? Oh my goodness. All right. I think it's
1: too many past lives are falling off cliffs on this.
0: Probably in the past lives. For sure. Yeah,
1: I
2: don't... <laughs> All
0: right. Car- carry on. So, uh, you acknowledge the fear and continue moving on with your Yes, so
2: yes. So, um through my 20s, I was doing a lot of deep meditation and some astral traveling, and I met, shall we say, come across some, shall we say, shadow beings. <laughs> okay. Um, and from and what actually happened, because I was in an alternative state, I actually had the beautiful gift of experiencing that there is nothing, actually nothing to fear. Um, And only realize when I come back into my 3D body, then you feel the fear because we're programmed and we're conditioned into that that, into that uh, programming. Mm -hmm. Um, So what that allowed me to do in my early 20s was then be able to work with these shadow beings. And that's why I do a lot of my work now. I move entities off of people and stuff like that. And I do house clearings and stuff and to be honest I find that one of the most simplest thing to do <laughs> I actually find the hardest thing is getting people out of their heads but anyway that's another story <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yes
0: I can yeah <laughs> because the... yes <laughs> we'll just say yes
2: <laughs> yes exactly you know exactly what I mean yeah. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> and you know obviously since I've been channeling and actually putting this down this work down in the last few years um and it's probably you know, over the 20 years, I've, I've worked with fear in different states. Um, but now I've come to the realization and acknowledgement that um, fear is actually a beautiful entity. And it's just it's just love at the other end of the spectrum. And that fear um, is there as a gift to us. It's there to teach us illusion. It's there to create this experience of what it's like to be separate from our God self, our, our, our universal self. Um, and sometimes we get this little dip into the unconscious and you go, oh my God, I can see it. And then you come back in. And this happened to me once, I was washing up and I was worrying about how I was gonna get my work out there. And, for, and for, for, it was, must have been around about 10 or 15 seconds. My soul, however, experienced it, opened me up and I looked and I saw my soul with other souls and they were laughing at me going, what are you doing? And it was, and I felt, like oh my god yes i forgot about this feeling i remember this from my early 20s when i used to travel and i could feel that and it's and it's amazing that even though you have these experiences and you know all this information you still get sucked into the 3d of of sometimes the programming and that to be honest is 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 the the trick is is actually giving yourself permission each day to release the programming Mm -hmm. and allow the soul conduit to come in
1: Mm-hmm. And that's
2: what I've that's what this alignment modality is all about. It's about creating space to make it simple for people to heal themselves without having to need anyone else. So you just, it's just about giving them tools and techniques and simplifying the message because we've convoluted so much, so much with our left-brain society uh, that we've lost touch with the simplicity of what consciousness is. Um, so yeah. I mean, I could talk for ages. But maybe you should ask me a question. No, <laughs> I love it. I get off track sometimes. So.
0: No, I love it because what, what you were just sharing made me think of, Spirit gave me five steps to listen to your own inner wisdom.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And instead of people going, I, I'm like, Spirit, don't get me out of work here. You know, come on. And So instead of having people channel for them, once they do know for, for me, once they do understand their soul's path or their soul's calling, then they can connect and get out of their own way and have that divine connection that they've always had. I'm just reminding them of it, but like, let's keep it to the most simplest terms without these 400 ways and layers and all the things. So spirits like gave me these five steps, which I share always is just allow, ask, receive, trust, and act. When it first came to me, I just was all right. So I, I wrote them down. I was actually being judgmental of some people who didn't get like connection. And the, the lead pastor of this Christian goal-setting workshop was like, just connect with Jesus and Jesus will tell you your goals for the year. And I was like, all right, cool. So I went out on, on the front step and I started channeling and just jotting things down on my iPad. And I looked around and I was like, everybody was like in the struggle bus. And I was like, why can't they just connect and have a conversation with whomever they believe, you know, whether it be Jesus or God, whatever, you know, whoever they're working with a spirit, exactly. guy, an angel, like, I don't know their higher self. I don't care. And and spirit's like, because you can. And I was like, I mean, everybody can't, I thought everybody could do this. I, I was very free first off with this whole thing. And I said, well, then how do you do it? And very, very like sassy with spirit. Like, well then fine. Just tell me. And spirit's like, yeah, it's five steps. It's this. And I was like, all right. So I would just tell people, it. like, I would be in like these group programs or masterminds. And I was like, and I was not teaching it at the time. It wasn't my main thing in, in my business. I was just helping people feel
1: good. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and so I was like, okay, um, I would just tell them, oh, there's five steps to listen to your inner wisdom and blah, 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 blah. And I'd tell them and they'd be like, hold on, let me write this down. And, everyone, and I was like, hmm. Maybe there's something to this. And then a gal hired me to like break it down for her. And my first instinct was it's allow, ask, receive, trust, and act. Like what's the big deal? And this was my first client wanting me to explain this <clears throat> process to her. So one of the messages was around. So when we got to step four and I just broke it into weeks and stuff and, and we got to trust step four is trust. And spirit's like, trust, that's it. Like, what, like, what do you want me to, like, it's, you're, you're trying to relate human conditional trust with us, not the same. Um, (laughs) And, 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 and then it goes on to explain that spirit's like the, the human mind wants, It wants it to break it down and have it so digested and understandable. And let's explain everything and take me through all my limitations to know why I don't trust in the first place. So it's like, just trust, just trust it, just make the decision to trust. I'm laughing because (laughs) you're like, we just need to make it simple. And I'm like, "Mm mm-hmm, yep. (laughs)
1: like,
0: oh, (laughs) come on. (laughs) I've already told you it 300 times. Just trust (laughs) whatever the stuff is, you know? So I get it. So that's why the laughter, and it was a long story. Back to you, back to our scheduled program, (laughs) (laughs) Paul. So how did you come about your soul's path of
2: doing this work how did that come about um well i was um well how did it come about well obviously obviously i had the foundation as a child so
1: um
2: i was in i got out the military i was in the military for six years and um a guy that i I was was in the military with he'd just done a reiki course and he he was just started talking to me about it brandably out of the blue (laughs) and that's how i um started i started doing reiki my, my mom at the time has already um, had a, a business where she was doing the theta healing um, so basically i just sort of come in did some foundational courses reintroduced myself to sort of um as a therapist you know because i had all the esoteric information i had the experiences so now i had to create myself as, as a therapist so obviously i did a few courses um and then i was traveling for a couple of years um, working with that around the world Um, and then basically i came back to england because i was living in australia at the time Um, and then i thought right okay i need to set this up properly um so then i started writing books i started doing talks um i'm actually waiting to get my first book published at the moment um and then i started the channeling process uh, because i said to myself i need something that's authentic from me because when when you channel what it is is it's an emerging of consciousness of, of of spiritual collective consciousness coming together to form your own unique marriage of spirit to speak the same truth in your own unique way. Yes. Um, and the challenge was is not to doubt that process because when there's doubt, there cannot be an emerging of consciousness. Yes. So the, the thing was to trust that channel experience. Um, and then once I once i got that, um, it just started flowing. And I was writing midnight every night for for about eight months, and I just. So much information, it was insane. And I thought, okay, so now I need to put this into a modality to create a platform, a healing platform, because spirit very clear that you know they want something for the man on the street. That was their words. Make it simple for the man on the street, because everyone very soon is going to be coming and turning towards uh the esoteric or, or the alternative way of doing things. You know, so like say, you know, we're gonna be worth our weight in gold in a few years' time. <laughs> because it's you know um so it was it was about sort of compiling all that putting it into a simple message um and making it digestible uh and simple and and trying to get away like you said too much of that analytical structure uh and getting people out of their story and you know everything power lies in the surrender and just being in the moment and they were talking about this sort of um horizontal to vertical lifestyle so we're all plugged into the horizontal which means, you know, we get married, you know, we have children, we do the job, we give the mortgage and actually we create our own death because we're plugged into these, these timelines and especially when they don't happen, we get this despair and fear and trauma comes over us and this is actually what kills us off quicker. So they want us to be vertical, living in the moment and only receiving what you need in any given moment because you have a contract, it's the sole contract, as you know. So this is about just letting go. And like I said, the simple thing is is, is surrendering, but it's, it's getting people out of their heads. And, uh, and that's what the alignment modality is, is trying to shift misinformation from the cellular, um, um, from the cells, so we can actually start to ground more light in, into our body. And then that activates our DNA. Um, and then obviously everything starts to open up.
0: I love so. how
1: you just explained all that.
0: <laughs> because... I have never put it into words, but as you're talking, I was like, yep, that's how, yes, uh uh-huh. When I allowed spirit to speak through me, I didn't even want to use the word channel because I thought Mm. I would be just way too woo. And then someone would ask me, oh, are you a psychic reader? Can you come to my birthday party?
1: (laughs) I love like
0: that. (laughs) And I was like, sure. (laughs) Like but i'm gonna kind of be talking to your soul so yeah. it's not gonna be you should wear that purple dress tomorrow because you're gonna meet that man you know have some fun there kid like it's like according to my crystal ball you're gonna yeah, get in a car exactly. no i'm not gonna give you that <laughs> like it's it's more like all right so your soul is really talking to this and, the, and this is what's going on and this is what you need to release and blah 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 so i would like give messages but when you said marry that consciousness. There was, uh, I can't remember what year I think and we're going to say seven, 2017. I just had this knowing that I needed to marry spirit. So mm. I got a tattoo, which I know is not lateral, at all, yeah. <laughs> but I got a tattoo, and it was—it's the infinity symbol, just with love, because that's what my and I was, and the gal who did it was just so hilarious. She's like, "Oh, a lot of soccer moms are, are getting tattoos
1: now," <laughs> and I'm like, "Soccer moms it's like
0: <laughs> She's not even in soccer. <laughs> Shit, I look like a soccer mom. <laughs> but it was that marriage of spirit, and when I married, then that was and unfortunately fortunately this is probably something that you never really wanted to know about me or anybody else who's listening but it takes me a while to be all in on something so even when I married my husband it was years when I was all in um and then even with my business of being all in or and then being all in with, with spirit. So that symbol symbolism of yes, it's time to marry that consciousness and to allow spirits to speak through me. It was still a whole nother year before I let myself fully dive into and be led by my soul and, and spirit. So it takes me a little bit to be all in and allow that to happen. But I love those words that you shared. It is exactly that um do you have any stories that you would like to share about your own inner wisdom or any you you had mentioned behind the scenes that a message had come through so anything that you want to share would be great
2: yeah yeah no definitely definitely I think you know um I've got I've channeled a message for your for your listeners as well I did that today so we'll read that off in a minute um I've got a couple of (laughs) stories that when you when you get into that trust and you learn to manifest it's very important that you're very clear with your intentions. Um, and I, I there's one story here which I always remember very clearly. Is that I, I was I was going somewhere, and I, I was on a timeline. It was it was very close to get there on time because I was on the other side of London at the time. And um, I sat down and I manifested before, and I said I had to get a bus, um, um, a taxi, and uh, a train. And I said, and I manifested very clearly. And I said, I want to get to each one. Within seconds, before they take off, as in, I didn't have to wait because they didn't want any waiting time.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and every single one, I had to run for the last ten meters to jump on. And it was the same as a taxi; it was going around the corner, and it was the last taxi in the rank. And I uh, jumped my hand out, and uh, and I sat in there on the last part of the journey, and I just, I was just bawling in, te- in laughter. And I could, <laughs> and and my, my point was is that to. When you do manifest, be very clear on your intentions and sort of manifest from what the soul needs, not from what the ego needs. And it's very, and also, you know, when you come soul aligned, you don't need to manifest so much because your soul will give you exactly what you need. Um, and I've I've noticed that that um, there's a, there's a time to manifest from the heart and a time to manifest from 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 the mind. Um, and what's happening now is consciousness is changing. I'm seeing that the more you, that you surrender just in the moment. Uh, you will get the most abundant life possible and it's going to increase your health it's going to increase your vitality your abundance when you're in that receiving mode especially with work if you're an entrepreneur you work for yourself people are just going to flood in and you know you, you, your energy signature is going to change mm-hmm. um, so a lot of people The reason i mention that is because a lot of people talk about manifesting how do i manifest how do i get this how do i get that um, and when it doesn't happen they get very disappointed Um, and i see this a lot especially with clients um so the point is that that we now sort of teach that sort of surrendering process Um, and that was a good story for me because it was to be very very clear about what you want um, and give yourself space to um allow because often if you manifest too quickly if it doesn't happen or if it does happen often the emotional body is not in alignment because a lot of people go out right i need all this spiritual knowledge they do all these courses they let go of their corporate job and they get halfway through it and they go there's something wrong here i don't feel right or it all collapses because we're trying to evolve you've got to evolve all four bodies at the same time which is just spiritual mental emotional and physical um and it's about just slowing down uh and not thinking that i need to go out and get a whole new rules set and procedures to achieve enlightenment um because in actual fact um it, it, like i said before it's about simplifying that message um and another thing is that i want to share this story as well when i was i gave up smoking i was i smoked for about nine years this is in my like when i was from 15 to 25 or something like that um and i thought right now i need to give up this is it i'm done and i had this book on the subconscious and it was written by this famous doctor i can't remember the name of it i might have it on my bookshelf somewhere and basically gave you this procedure to go into your subconscious just before you go to sleep and then reprogram and take out the smoking, basically. And it said at the end of it, if you go against what you've just manifested, something will happen. (laughs) I was in the military at the time, we are in Thailand, and we were doing these um, jungle exercises, jungle training. Now in the military, because of the job that I did, you never forget your equipment, (laughs) you just don't do it. (laughs) So the next day, we we were going, to we were training, and we were going to set up this, um, you know, this training exercise. And we jumped in the truck and about halfway there, I realised I left my rifle behind and it was this you just do not do, because if it was in a real scenario, you'd be pretty stuffed, right? (laughs) And and I immediately obviously went into panic, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I had to end up, I had to work in the kitchen, (laughs) stealing spots. As a punishment. And I'm peeling these spuds and I'm just like laughing again. And I thought, because the next day, sorry, the reason that happened is because the next morning I had a cigarette. And then that afternoon that happened. And of course, that next night I redid it and I never smoked again after that day because. <laughs> You're peeling 150 spuds. You'd be
1: like, "Oh, well, I'm not doing this again." <laughs> no more smoking. No <laughs> more. Smoking. We are we are
0: programming the subconscious right. Now. No, more smoking. no more smoking. No more smoking. Oh yeah, my no, like, goodness. That's impressive. the
2: power we hold as well. A lot of people don't realise they have that power that you can affect your own change. You know. And
0: I think it also we also can manifest what happens to us too, because in your mind, I I don't know, I'm gonna guess, assume this, I might make an ass out of myself assuming things, but I chose not to go through anything too traumatic to learn a lesson. Um, You're probably like, okay, I'll, I'll peel some spuds in order to learn my lesson, but I'm not going to go get shot or do something yeah, yeah. horrible that you yeah. know or fall off whatever blah blah blah. My husband would he got into a motorcycle accident. He he laid his bike down and broke his collarbone and he was when he was starting to to wake up and he had Archangel Michael working mm-hmm. with him so he felt like he broke a wing and he mm-hmm. says and he was pissy about it because he felt like he was finally making progress forward and he was like why like what like you never have to do this and I said because. I have chosen to not learn my lessons that way. I have learned to have a conversation or I may feel a certain emotion and be like, ah, I got it. So I, I'm assuming that's like so yes, you you had the consequence to the healing, but the consequence was also chosen of or manifested based on like, hey, I'm this is what I I don't want to yeah. suffer in order to learn. Yeah, it.
2: yeah. And it was this, it was the soul that was pushing to give up the cigarette. So I was going against the soul body, and that's the way the soul te- teaches you. Now a lot of people get into this word of karma, but karma doesn't really exist in a sense because karma is like dark and light. If I do this, something bad is going to happen. Blah blah blah, and it's also attached to hope. Now if you if you're hoping for something to happen, it means you must be in a hopeless state in the first place. So we're getting out of that sort of terminology.
1: Yeah.
2: And what what I think the soul was the soul will, what it will do. So basically. What we call, as we say, the world is magnetic. So when we call what we call karma, is you will keep repeating lessons, or the soul will keep trying to wake you up until you learn. So it's not like something bad is happening; it's just trying to get your attention. And then when you can acknowledge that, that is a magnetic pattern because everything's magnetic, so we draw everything to us in this life. Um, so if we come in with um, money's evil, money's no good, all these belief systems. We're always going to have issues around money, where we're going to lose money or we'll have money, then it falls away or, or whatever. Um, or, you know, we, some people come in with with hating the opposite sex for whatever reason. So they're always going to create conflict. But what they do is then they what they what people do is they get caught in the story and they, they start to blame the things that are happening, the mirror universe. So what we'd like to call it magnetics now. So when you when you have an experience, what you might call karma. It's actually there in loving service to you to get your attention to break that cycle. Um, And if you can flip it and see it as a reverse, and it's like the same analogy of, you know, see the positive positive in the negative. Uh, And that's what's going on on the planet right now. You know, this chaos and all the COVID and everything. But if you look underneath it, it's this enlightenment and within chaos becomes change. And it's this reintroduction. And the greatest thing for me that I'm seeing is we're taking away from that nine to five slave model. People are working from home. They've got more time with their children, with their families. They've got more time to work on themselves. So there's so many positives here. Um, And that's, again, you know, that's the driving force is to realise that light and dark is the same energy. They feed each other for the illusion of experience. And I think when you can get into that state, you sort of disconnect from from the fear paradigm. Um, That sort of can, you know, pull you down into, because human collective conscious, when you tune into it, there is still a lot of despair and fear in there. Um, but like I said to people on my Facebook group today, I said, use the use the news outlets at the moment because obviously they're most negative all the time and they create this fear and panic in people. And I said, yes, watch the news now and whatever it triggers in you, sit with that feeling and just acknowledge it and just give it love and gratitude. Because if it's despair or it's fear or it's panic, those, those energies, those emotions have their own consciousness. They're not against you. They're just trying to release themselves from you. In actual fact, you're keeping them in prison. You're keeping fear in prison. You're keeping despair in prison. So just give it love. Thank it. And I'll tell you what, when I've done this with people and I've been doing it for years anyway, what can debilitate you all day can actually go within minutes if you just acknowledge in the moment and give it love and gratitude and just thank it. Gratitude is will move mountains, as we know. <laughs> so it's, yeah, it's, it's just creating that simplicity and going, there's nothing actually wrong with me. I'm just, I'm just here to transform my emotional body. And that's what we're in now. This human development right now is transforming the, the, the subconscious all the denied repressed um, soul contract, uh, you know, energies.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, right. shit. No, it was perfect. It was awesome. And those who will understand it will understand it. And those who don't won't. And I love, the massive amount of energy behind every single word that you shared and i hope that people can tap thank into you. the energy they may not understand all the concepts or or depending on what level they're at um, yeah. but if you tap into the energy of it something inside of you will will shift just by listening to this conversation so thank you for that
1: yeah, yeah um, no
2: absolutely thank you um, yeah, that's
0: do you have um the message that you wanted to share that you received? Yes.
2: How much time have we got long, left?
0: Fine, you're good.
2: Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a couple here, so I just <laughs> so basically I'll just explain. So um I channel what they've given them say, the, the viridians. So when I channel information, I, I sometimes get names, but when we were in the collective, we don't we don't identify as individuals. Okay. So we are a collective consciousness. Yes, there are names, but it's too hard for the human mind to understand. So they've given themselves the Viridians and they've said they are non-duality. So they live in the 10th density um, and they have been instrumental in basically uh, Earth's development and since, for instance, since the start. Um, and they're here working with the mental energy to um, bring balance back in. Because basically there's, the science behind it is they're changing the molecule and the atom base within the human DNA. Um, because there's inefficient programs that are sitting within our consciousness um, that's causing us to capitulate unconsciously Um, and this is what my modality is all about I bring all this information in so I'm going to all now Um, and then I also work with a group called the Algorians and they're they're the feminine energy so they're working with me on the feminine side Um, but I'm Dominant, predominantly at the moment working with the Viridian consciousness um, because that's what my soul is connected to um, so when we're created as a spirit we will then create souls to go out and uh, experience the multiverse uh, and souls will attach to already established universes and collective consciousnesses whether they be different beings of different planets whatever um and then obviously i married up with this group of beings um which they call the viridians so this is their message anyway
1: okay
2: okay So I've got a couple here anyway. So this is the one I'll talk to today. This is for you. So it's a time to acknowledge what you believe you do not like about yourselves as individual souls. There is a grand opportunity opening for all human beings in this time of upheaval to shift lifetimes of trauma and unresolved emotional charge. What appears to be chaos on your planet is really a realignment of consciousness And we want all human beings to see it as such. Because when you get pulled into the fear, you lower your vibration and this further enhances cellular division. And when your cells are divided, you cannot have grounded truth and live from that truth. Misinformation has been the greatest weapon against human sovereignty. And you all know this deep within your hearts. You know deep within that change has to happen so you can remember who you really are. Divine intelligence is asking you all to question the narrative on your planet, but also your own narrative. What doesn't serve you any longer? Where are your patterns repeating themselves? Are you staying in situations out of fear? And as soon as you get inquisitive, you start the process of oscillation. And through oscillation, energy can swing and break up the restriction so you can intuit your own truth. Feelings matter and they are your only true guide through this colossal shift in consciousness. You are starting to merge with the invisible world and your collective consciousness as a race must now be on discovering your true selves. And this is not what someone else says about you. This is about your inner identity. As a soul, having a physical experience. Divine guidance is best felt when you are still, in the moment, slowing the breath down and only then invoking the soul. Real transformation is getting out of your own way, allowing your higher selves to drive what is desired. Being in complete surrender to the soul's charge. Set your intention each morning to discover your inner truth and the universe will respond. In actual fact, we are delighted to assist you because we are here to assist you to assist yourselves. There is nothing to fear on your planet. It's your belief systems that need to change around what is real and what is illusion. When you work on yourself, you unconsciously heal the planet and all those that walk around you. When something triggers you, acknowledge that your soul has created that trigger so you can release the denied repressed emotion. Paul will explain. We are always in loving service to you. So I just I just go on that message quickly. So what I said to you about in the in the in any given moment, but when I mentioned the news, so if that fear comes up, what you can do in your imagination. This is why Einstein' goal um, is is you know discoveries. He said inquisitiveness and imagination are the doorway into the unconscious. So as soon as you imagine something, if there's no doubt around that imagination, by universal law, it has to manifest into physicality so it's the same as when we're working on the inner self so what you do is you imagine that feeling as a color or a shape you give it an archetype and then you just breathe into it and just witness it in your imagination and you create that illusion of space of observation
1: mm-hmm.
2: and if you just say thank you i love you thank you i love you it's a little bit like the hona opponent, but you are just in you're just acknowledging that the feeling is trying to release itself from you mm-hmm. so you just get out of the way and through the imagination you create a space And then that allows divine current to come into your auric field and transform what needs to transform. So, yeah, that's that So I've got another message here. This is um, one from the Galactic Um, Centre. All right. So greetings from the Galactic Centre. We are pleased you have connected with us. We are many aspects of many densities and dimensions formed as an alliance that holds a universal memory and construct. Our DNA, like your DNA, is wide and far, connected everywhere, and we want you to be conscious of your DNA going forward. There is a belief system around the telomeres of your DNA that has aided in your illusion. It has brought you the gift of separation and the gift of density. In fact, it has been the belief system that has kept this experiment in play. Without denial of what is, illusion can never be mastered. And so we want you all to love your denial, love your resistance, love your ignorance, because they are the foundational energies that this belief system has created. Many of you who are remembering their true selves, you may have some affliction in the bowel area, as these belief systems have been wired into the birth canal, and they are a morphogenic imprint that imprints into your DNA in physicality. In truth, you have all been instrumental in the creation of these control mechanisms, because after every great fall from your higher selves, you have become lost, more susceptible to giving your power away to your shadow selves. And what we are now witnessing on your planet is an anger towards other non-terrestrial beings. And this is stirring as the ancient wounds are now surfacing. Many of you hold the memories of visitors from the stars, and see see them as instrumental in your earthly struggles. And to a large extent, that is true, but you must also realize these visitors are aspects of your own consciousness. And this is why you are at war with yourselves internally, why so many of you dislike yourselves deep, deep down, and why you always blame, judge, and criticize your human condition. It is deep within your subconscious we wish to go and allow these memories to surface. In fact, you cannot move into a galactic family until you have resolved these feelings. Otherwise, what is an experience of love and bliss becomes an endless cycle of blame and disconnection. We feel your suffering, but you must allow these ancient traumas to release. There must be love towards your galactic family. You hold the history of battle of not only your own planet, but that of all of us. So in truth, you are now releasing your galactic trauma. And we understand that this is sometimes hard to integrate into a human mind consciously, but this is what is happening unconsciously within your soul bodies. And some of you will be feeling this in the coming year. You are moving at a monumental speed in your evolution and you cannot possibly fathom the whole picture. But what you can do is give give permission to your souls to release that which is ancient, which is unseen. In fact, this is the greatest service you can give yourselves right now. Too many people are still caught up in their minds and if they took time to sit and cease all the chatter, they could start to feel what we speak of. Your DNA in some ways is just starting to activate and remember its universal heritage. And soon you'll be in conversation with it consciously. A wave of immense sadness and fear is washing over humanity in service to you. It is asking that you acknowledge its frequency as part of the service it provided you in physicality, in the illusion. We want you to understand you are being gifted now with internal freedom and once acknowledged and accepted will create freedom in physicality, as within, as without. Sorry, universal truths, dear one. And so keeping to your old scripts will not bring you happiness or freedom. You must allow the soul script to ground itself in the here and now. If you continue down a path of misery, you will not find yourselves and you are all aching to remember who you truly are. To start making little changes now towards what feels right and not what your old routine demands from you. We implore you to take time to discover yourselves. So I know that one, that's quite a little harsh <laughs> for some listeners, but the feedback I had from my group is it, it, these, these types of messages have a frequency, like you've mentioned before, it will trigger something unconsciously. Mm-hmm. So that might be a little bit in depth for some people, but that's fine. But we all understand this we all know this at the soul level um so that's why i wanted to read this read this one off as well so yeah i hope that wasn't too heavy
0: (laughs) and even if it was who cares because
1: yeah
0: (laughs) that and i didn't mean to 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 say that in any rude fashion but no no not um i i feel like it's such a gift so thank you um I get to do that for others, so to receive it is so, I'm so grateful, and I I truly hope that those who are are tuning in and listening take it as a gift and feel into the energy behind even the words, because words can't really teach. It's the energy that is being felt and the connectivity and what goes on at that cellular level, so I just sat for even brief moments as you were talking. I still needed to, like, be the host, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, okay, what's next? What how, how am I going to respond to this? Uh, but I just sat and I felt through those words. So I hope that those who are tuning in also did that. And if you need to replay it, do so. This was received, I think it's um, very interesting that you said universal truths, because I never really knew what to do with this information <laughs> in February 14th, 2017, I kept felt, feeling like there's were lies being told to me. And so my sister-in-law, who's also spiritually connected, I said to her, what is this? I don't feel it's like Craig, my husband's lying to me. I don't feel it's like that. I feel like there's something trying to come through. And she says, just ask spirit. That was always her <laughs> when I wasn't, doing it on my own i would be like well what should i do and she said so, so i did and i received the universal untruths in life do you can i share them do you mind if i share them like do you mind if i, I share them with you like no good claims, yes. already know. and so i just want to share because it's like what you're saying yeah, let's the go let <laughs> so universal untruths was we all must behave is this universal untruth And spirit says, no, I say, be you don't cower to someone else's standards. They aren't yours. And then the second one is we all live to die. And spirit goes on. No, there is no death. The soul, your soul, your spirit is eternal. You never die. So live now, which I feel relates to what you're saying with, with being in the moment and living instead of having this linear timeline of everything that needs to be done, but connect, elevate to every moment. When people ask me, uh, once they know their soul's calling and I guide them, the, the, the major question that always comes up is, yes, but I don't know the when or the how. And I just laugh and I say, yeah, neither do I. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's a good point i need to
0: say that as well like, get me out of a lot of the tricky situations like i'm like yeah neither do i i'm like i'm just always okay spirit what's next what's the right 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 next up and then i feel like i'm like frozen too in some disney movie asking like so i'm gonna break into song and dance then the third exactly. one is we. Then the next third one is we need money and spirit says no you only need a spirit the divine consciousness within that is your supply four we are sick there's something wrong and spirit goes on to say no nothing is wrong believe it know it live it and then the fifth one um and there's only five that was given to me there's probably more um but the fifth one says there is hate and that's the universal untruth so the truth is no there is no judgment and um there is judgment and less love there is no hate in this world only love so when you're talking about um, if there's something that comes up, those like the dark side, the light side, it's actually showing you where there's less love, not necessarily this darkness, but what can we learn from that and pull back into what's an aspect that we need to love. I'm trying to summarize what you're saying, and <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but you say I'm it sorry. so much more no. eloquently than.
1: than <laughs> <I mean. laughs> well, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs>
0: i, just, I yeah. just found that you were using these turns and i was like oh my gosh spirit told me that so long ago but i just didn't really get it i just channeled it and i sort of sorted away so cool Absolutely. that is awesome i love it thank you for yeah. your time thank you for those messages thank you for your wisdom that you're sharing with not only me but all those who will be tuning in um so thanks and i hope thank you, to you have a very much
2: time. Sarah. It's yeah, I would love to come back. Yes, wonderful. Thank you so much. It's been lovely to connect with you. You're Thank you.
0: Thank you for tuning into this episode. For more information about the guest and how to listen to your divine guidance, please click on the episode description. So
1: much love to you. See you soon.